I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The Liberals and Conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah! Forty-seven on this Thursday morning. Great to have you. And of course, this is the time when we bring in our friend Tom Corsi over at Black Locks Reporter. Hello, my friend Tom. Hi, Alex. Boy, oh boy, it's interesting. If I were not having an election for two years, you know what I wouldn't do? <laughs> I would not hire an election team. But apparently, this is what the Trudeau government has done. But there's no election for two years. I guess they're going to really just work very hard for two years. I don't know. We uh, looked it up in the last two campaigns. The appointment of National Committee co-chairs by the Liberal Party usually signals, well, twice it has, an election within seven to nine months. Of course, there's going to be an election before 2025. As uh, you and I were discussing just the other day, Alex, it's not that there's any political advantage in having an election. It's that the alternative is to do a Bob Ray where you run it to the last day knowing that you're going down with the ship. And so the best thing you can do is is give a snappy speech. Well, That's, hey, you could do are, it the Kathleen Winway. I mean, she did run the election, and then like a week before the vote, she said, yeah, I give up. You know what? Just vote I, for I the forgot. people. <laughs> that was, that, is, that yeah. is the gold standard in futility. They're, uh, they're not getting much done. But the appointment of the committee uh, prompted last night a uh, fundraising appeal to liberal donors and said, hey, 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 you know, an election can happen any time in a minority parliament. So forget about that NDP deal. No surprises, said the, said the agreement. It was written, they actually wrote that. They put that in black and white. No surprises, no election until 2025. Newsflash, I think there's going to be some surprises. Yeah, probably before the end of the RCMP investigation into either ArriveCan or any of those other <laughs> things that are not being talked about, right? They're so, they have so many scandals kind of Ooh. going and no one's paying attention. And China Inquiry, tomorrow's a big oh, day. Right. The China Inquiry starts to set up their uh, housekeeping call for applicants, oh. call for counsel. You should apply. They're going to start. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to start uh, over the next four weeks, putting together witness lists. January, they're in business. Uh, that's not going to be a good news story, Mm-mm. Alex. No, but it's important. Oh, it's crucial. But if you're looking for another term, that's not yeah, going to no, be a, a, a good news story. But the witness list, I think, will tell us how serious they are about actually combating this. Right? Oh, ab- absolutely. We expect MP Handong from Don Valley North will uh, uh, want his counsel down there. <laughs> Don voted for the inquiry to his credit, said he wants to clear his name. We'll see. But he also said he filed a lawsuit, right? Uh, he also filed a libel suit to where he, bizarrely, in his uh, statement of claim in the Superior Court, acknowledged having confidential conversations with Chinese diplomats 12 times. Well, they're good friends. D- didn't, didn't explain what, what, what in God's name they were talking about. Uh, we're curious to see whether the Chinese embassy wants counsel down at that inquiry. That would really be something. It really would. Yeah, lots of stuff coming at us. Meanwhile, uh, Cabinet... Um, in a legal notice, confirmed a buyback of firearms. We're just going to push that off to after the next election, which is not for two years, mm-hmm. according to Mr. Yeah. Dominic LeBlanc. 
you know, we don't want to criminalize people. The inquiry was going to end right now. This concerns uh, estimated 1,500 models, approximately 150 to 200,000 firearms that Cabinet deemed assault style. It's a, it's a vague description that drives some gun owners crazy. And the amnesty was supposed to end, and there was going to be a buyback, and you could be criminally prosecuted if you owned one of these firearms after the expiry of the amnesty on Halloween night. Well... Hmm. Uh, legal notice, exactly. That is now put off until 2025. The Minister of Public Safety, as you know, is from rural New Brunswick, not like the old Minister of Public Safety who uh, was from Scarborough. And the new Minister LeBlanc says, you know, I got a dog on it. A lot of people in my part of the country like hunting and sports shooting, and I don't want to criminalize those people. This is election time, Alex. They're in an election cycle for anyone who doesn't want to see that. Same with the home heating oil carbon tax break, the pushing off the gun buyback till after the next vote, appointment of campaign co-chairs. Like you can see the footprints in the snow leading to the shed. It's obvious. You know what else you can hear? You can hear this. That that is the double. That's a C alt double delete. Got to do it twice, Tom, to make sure it's gone. I learned that in the gas plant trial. You got to do it twice to get it off. But it doesn't work unless <laughs> unless there's a catastrophic office fire that destroys the hard drive. Electronic records, we say there's nothing more permanent than an electronic record. I love this. I love the chair of the Federal Foundation. She's acknowledged, Tom. She voted to award her own company a $217,000 grant at our expense. Because Annette uh, Verscheren, I guess she, she didn't realize. She didn't think it was improper. What's wrong, what's wrong with doing this? And she was asked, how did, you think, you getting, there, you know, how did you think you were getting away with this? <laughs> she replied to the Commons Ethics Committee last evening, well, my lawyer said it was okay. <laughs> you know, I don't go around giving advice to people because I like to mind my own business, Alex. If you ever testify in a Commons Committee, this is important. Never get caught lying. Because if you do, it's fatal every time. And I mean 100% guaranteed. So uh, unfortunately for Mrs. Bersharon, a cabinet appointee, she was asked yesterday, last evening in committee, did you ever vote at your federal foundation? Did you ever vote to benefit your company? And she said, no, a vote benefit? That would be wrong. 20 minutes later, MP Michael Cooper Saskatchewan, St. Albert, uh, St. Albert to Edmonton, determines that she did vote. She voted. She, in fact, she moved the motion to award her company $217,000. And when did they do this? Nine days into the pandemic, March 20th, 2020. Think about that. Remember when everyone was upset? What about the children? What about the seniors? What about the orphans? Oh, my goodness. How can we get through this? Come on, everybody. Come on, Team Canada. Pull together. You know what Mrs. Vasharan was doing? Buying she was hustling into a board meeting to save green, failing green tech companies like her, yeah. like her company. I was just talking uh, to Mike Barrett. I mean, the same thing with Rivkin. And, and, I, and I, I bring up all the things that you guys have been chasing. I mean, and, but we don't have an ethics. Do we? We have no one in ethics taking charge. Like, who's hearing all this stuff? Ethics is for suckers in this town. Let's be frank, Alex. If you have the secret handshake, there, two hundred and seventeen thousand dollars, because you said so, and you asked your lawyer, "Is this okay?" And he said, "Annette, this is great. You're you're, you're good. Go for it." <laughs>
Meanwhile, and then you yeah. you can misrepresent that to a, a Commons uh, committee. Unbelievable. I wish it were. And then you got to need an end. And she's and now she's like. You're going to get details soon, Tom. So just relax about the consultants. <laughs> I love this story. I do. Uh, 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 it is. It is great. It's a great, great story. Uh, after cabinet spent, uh, as you mentioned, seven hundred thousand dollars hiring consultants for tips on how to save money on consultants. They spend about sixteen billion dollars a year, by the way, on consultants. A billion with a B. Big money. Uh, the president of the Treasury Board, Mrs. Anand, says, uh, we really mean it this time. I am going to show you how we are going to save money on consultants. She told the reporters, you're going to see it. I'm going to show you. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> It's going to be great. But I want to stress, Alex, uh, Anand has already put on the record, this is not about smaller government. That's for losers. <laughs> This is about smarter government, just like in the ethics committee. It's not about disclosure or accountability. It's about making sure you get the $217,000. Any questions? No more questions. I'm going to be a consultant in my next life. Oh, you're going to be driving Cadillacs and smoking cigars. I'm telling you right now. There you go. All right. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Alex. That is Tom Korski joining us here and uh, always delivers. 911.